Hello, welcome back to Drinks First, the podcast in which you can match with New York City's kind of eligible, and you can hear more about how you can do that at the end of the podcast. I'm your host, Ariana Nathani, um, and for my listeners who've been listening for a while, you might notice a slight difference um, in my voice. (laughs) I do, (laughs) I do... (laughs) I have a lisp now um, because I got adult braces. Yes, you heard that right. I got adult braces, but don't worry. They're in the back of my mouth, so I'm a proper catfish. Ooh. It's great. Ooh, her. She's <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm so mysterious, really. Hopefully the lisp goes away very soon, but please bear with me. If you find it hilarious, great. If you find it completely unbearable, let me know and I will just end my podcasting career. Um, but today we have a really hilarious, amazing guest. I've known her since high school and she actually got looped into doing this podcast because I got a DM from her on LinkedIn. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Call me out. Like, yes, I'm a professional. Like, I'm sorry. It was professional. I I can't lie. It was a hundred percent professional. Thank and that's you. why we're here today. Well, can you tell us a little bit about where you're from, um, where you grew up, where you went to school, mm-hmm. and what you're doing now? Yeah, okay. So I'm from New York, um, born in Queens, raised in Long Island. But when people ask me, I tell them I'm from Queens for the street cred. Um, I went to high school or college or both college right? whatever you want yeah college okay. for sure but. um I went to college yeah <laughs> yeah I think college right? um I went to college at the University of Pennsylvania um and I studied philosophy politics economics I minored in film I obviously went the film route um and yeah and right now I am working on a television show as a director's assistant Cool. And how old are you? And I'm 24. Okay. One question I ask everybody is, um, where do you like to go out and where do you like to eat? Like, what are some of your favorite New York City spots? Let's see. Some New York City spots to eat. Okay. So I guess it varies based on the cuisine. You know what I mean? I am my go-to. There's like this Asian fusion, Southeast Asian fusion spot called Pig and Cow on the Lower East Side. That's so fire. So good. Like just mm-hmm. hit after hit. Um, so that's that. For pizza, like if it's like a late night joint, I'll do like Joe's Pizza Artichoke. But then if I'm like going somewhere, I like Speedy Romeo's. That's a place I recently checked out around mm-hmm. Clinton Hill. Have you been? Yes, I have. Oh my God. That's like truffle, like needy one. Bro, good pizza. Like really good. Um, let's see. For brunch, I like Cafe Mogador for like the shikshuka. Mm-hmm. I just like a lot of meaty stuff, basically. Um, you can Is redact it. Shikshuka meaty? <laughs> yes, like the the merguez sausage. Oh, is I don't think there's always sausage in Oh, shikshuka. I always ask for the sausage. You always ask for this egg, <laughs> bacon, grits, sausage. Oh, baby, wait, wait. The sausage. Uh, uh. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, Ariana, let's be professional, please. 
Right, LinkedIn. LinkedIn. <laughs> Anyways, redacted. Everything's redacted. Um, and then for going out. Going out. Okay, so going out. I like had. I think everyone goes through the Lori side. Everyone goes through it at some point. Everyone right? has that phase. You know, everyone's gotta have that phase. Mm-hmm. Everyone has that phase, and then you you like learn because. I used to be like a blind barber, like hotel Chantal. Like that was, but that was early, like right after college, like right, uh, Ariana, right after college. Um, the only Lori side place that I will still vouch for is Max Fish, which unfortunately. I've never heard of that. I've never heard of it. Oh my God. Like it is the spot. Like that place is, I've never gone there and not, it's always chaos, mm-hmm. like in the best way. Mm-hmm. Like everyone is just like chaotic good there. Like I don't is know. Is it still open? Well, I just saw news recently that they're like moving from their Orchard Street location, and I'm like, whoa! And it was really sad because all these like New York people were like, no. I wow! I never even heard of that place. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's really, it's really fun. I guess I'm not. I'm not in the loop. I'm not in the Lower East Side. Ariana, get in it! Like, come on! No, but it was a fun time. Um, but I think a lot of times I would normally go out around like. Like, if I went out in Williamsburg, sometimes I would go to Shimmy's. Do you know Shimansky's? Yeah. Shimansky's and, like, Kinfolk. <laughs> what? What is that face? No, I I have just never heard it called Shimmy's. That's Shimmy's? so cute. Yeah, people used to call it Bar Shimmy's. Yeah. I did not know that. I yeah. have been to Shimansky, though. Oh. It's fun. Yeah. That and is. Kinfolk. Kinfolk is also a good time. They have good music. Yeah, they have good music. Um, And then I used to go to this place called Ode to Babel, which is kind of like a late 20s early 30s spots so it kind of depends on the energy you know um and then this other place called friends and lovers around like prospect heights and then if i went out in bushwick i would go to like house of yes or three diamond door or mad tropical and then end up in artichoke pizza right the artichoke right next to house of yes was so so like all those taco trucks and like just the late night just so the late good. night vibe, wow, take me back, take me back. Take me back. We did like, not know how good we had it until it was all gone. We were so spoiled, uh, honestly. Like, I think of her, and I miss her so much. I miss her, too. <laughs> okay, well, let's talk about why you're really, really here, which is dating. Mm-hmm. Tell me, why are you single? <laughs> <laughs> okay, mom, Um, great question. okay why am I single there's like a philosophical answer I'm sure but I guess I just haven't found the right person Ariana the right the yin to my yang Yang that's what what I'm here to help you figure out right no yeah like what sure have you like what has your dating history been like like what was your first relationship Mm -hmm. hmm my first relationship I honestly feel like I've never had like an official relationship relationship like this is my boyfriend. I feel like I've been in more situationships, you know, um, like I've had people that like the. I guess my first situationship was when I went abroad about four or five years ago, went abroad in Australia and like that trip really informed what my future. I don't like saying I have a type, but it definitely dictated some of that. Um, but Wait, wait, what do you mean by that? <laughs> that sounded so much more ominous than I thought. <laughs> Truly not ominous in the slightest. Basic, I don't know. I think that, I don't know if I necessarily had a type before, but then you're 
in Melbourne, Australia, and then you see all the, the people surfing and they have like long hair and super cool. And they're like, oh, how you going? And I'm like, ah, it's throbbing. It's like that energy. So, I mean, I can relate happy. That's how I felt when I went to the UK. <laughs> right? I honestly feel like you just take an American and put them anywhere else that's not America. And I'm like, oh my God, the options. The literally the options. The like options. we're living in squalor here in, in squalor. America. <laughs> Help, I'm parched. Yeah, dude, it was so weird. But anyways, okay. So when I landed down under, um, I met this guy and he was super nice and cool. I met him at this jazz club and then we went on this really long date afterwards, like the weekend after, and then I would sleep over and then go to uni and then go to his place. And I was like, Ooh, like I'm so fun and flirty and cool. Um, and then that lasted for a couple of months and like he met my friends and it was a good time. But then I was also abroad and I was like, okay, I also don't really know you. I'm also just trying to like have it a broad experience you know what I mean so then that kind of ended um and then in terms of other relationships I was in another situation ship after I graduated for it's weird I guess like it started and ended and within eight months I guess but it was like we were never exclusive or anything he was a really chill guy he was a musician um how did you guys meet he's my friend's younger brother so that's but it was all, but I, I, unbeknownst to me, it was a setup, like, the entire time. Like, Really? I, wait, wait. I want to hear about that. How did that happen? Okay, okay. So, I think it was a weekend after my birthday, after I graduated, and I was at their house. So, they're a year and two years older than me at Penn. And they were like, okay, let's go to this party, da 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 And then he was like, I'm going to invite my brother. I think you're going to really like him. And I was like, okay, cool. And then I met him and he was like chill, you know, I was like, okay, good vibes, good vibes. But he was really funny and like super like charming and all that stuff. And then I know I like slept over at their house and then me and him shared a bed and then we cuddled. And then after that, I was like, all right, let's keep the good tabs rolling. And then that was, and that they was, rolled and, and they rolled. They, they were tumbling a little, but they were, they were rolling. They were tumbling. What what happened? Why did that end? Um, I mean, he's like still me and him are still pretty good friends. Like he's a really dope person. I think that I don't know. I guess it was just never. I never really thought of it as like a serious thing. I suppose. And he's a musician. I don't know how many times I've emphasized, which is like just which is cool because he's super talented. But like some and I don't know. I I just feel like it's a different. It was just different. Like when you're a like guy was working at that time at a film nonprofit and it was just super demanding. I don't know if you've ever worked at a nonprofit, but it's a lot. You know what I mean? And then like our hours were always really different. Like he'd just be at home and I was like, what are you doing? He's like, you know, smoking weed, making beats. And I was like, sick. Mm. Like at first, like 10 times you're like, that's so sick, dude. But then like afterwards, you're just like, okay, yeah, sick, cool. Like, do you think it was like, do you think it was because was he like ambitious? Like what was what yeah. was it? You know? Yeah. Like, was it a lack of that for you or was it like I think well, I think he was ambitious. Like I think he worked hard on his music and his music is good. It'd be different if he 
wasn't you know. oh my god it would be literally awful if his music was bad bro like that would have been, like, such what a would you do? That would like, been so bad if he was like let me pay you my like let me play you my latest track and it was like fucking bad. like i don't even yeah that would have been that would be a fat tragic. l honestly biggest l. turn off or maybe biggest that would have meant that i was in love and that i looked past all of that you know that is true the true test of a relationship true test of relationship but neither of those things are the case (laughs) here we are no I mean I don't know I for example I used to smoke weed I don't really smoke weed anymore because it makes me paranoid and I think a lot of times when you're hanging out with someone they're just like smoking weed and you're just kind of like staring at them you're like I'm like two thumbs up like I'm here yeah like I'm here you can only do that for so long and Sometimes I'd want to go out for dates, but he couldn't really afford to take me out to dates. And I was like, I don't really want to be fed Ritz and crackers and water. It needs to be a balance. There's definitely a balance. Like, we don't have to hike in the Adirondacks and we don't have to, like, smoke till oblivion for 12 hours. Like, we can get some vitamin D, you know? We can eat some food together. We can go to a museum. I don't know. Maybe I'm wildin'. I mean, there there is something just, like, more attractive about a guy who can provide that for you. Yeah. And not to say that, like, a guy needs to provide mm-hmm. it or, like, a woman can't provide it either. It's mm-hmm. just, like, there is something attractive to have anybody do something for you. For sure. And, like, yeah. Yeah. So I feel you. I feel like I've been in a similar situation where I'm, like, eh, like, I like you, but, like, I just don't think we're aligned on, like, you know. Yeah things <laughs> things <laughs> things 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 world okay we stand we stand i mean i'm a i what i told my mom was i'm a value investment mm-hmm. you know? there we go <laughs> like we're just put in the work now uh-huh. you're just gonna get like great roi Top on the back end. yes yeah. hello we have to invest especially in this panoramic and this palindrome that we're living in like it's all about investing for the future so truly truly Back in well, so have you been dating during the pandemic Yes, actually, I've been dating, um, which is kind of wild. I don't want to go so far as to say I've dated more um, because that would be a wild statement to make. Um, But I will say (laughs) that would be like a wild statement to make. Um, But I will say that I started virtually dating around late March, early April. Okay, so you were like early to hop on that train. You were yeah. like, all right, virtual dating, let's <laughs> go, I'll do it. Like, like I'm really good at accepting fate. Like, if people are like, there's a meteor hitting, I'm like, I have to stay in a bunker. All right, like, let's. You're let's like, move. I'll find my way to get my nut. <laughs> to get my nut, my nut. No. It was, okay, listen, <laughs> listen. Okay, let me explain this entire situation. I had no plan on achieving any nut whatsoever with this one chap um it just happened to happen like we were literally just chit-chatting and then this is you know at peak because I honestly didn't leave my house till July officially like I was pretty much just in my house and I started talking to this guy and then 
like texting ended up going into facetiming and then facetiming we would just have these weekly facetimes from march i want to say like april to june like every friday i would like put on a little bit of makeup and then like go to my room and like have my glass of wine or like three and then he would also be there and we would just facetime for hours and like i really felt like i got to know him i was like this is so interesting like i'm really like making this like deeper relationship with someone who i don't know how did you guys like make that initial connection like how are you like oh yeah okay let's facetime mm-hmm. like what, how did you make the transition yeah no that's a that's a good question so um he was australian well he still is australian um and I remember, I think on my Hinge profile or something, because this is also, this podcast is sponsored by Hinge. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like, Hinge, slide in. I know know you're watching me. Come on. I listen to some of these podcasts. Like, you could be cashing in through these, like, hashtag ads. Hinge. Come on, come on, sponsors, slide through. My DMs are open for you. For you. Yeah, like relationships are one thing. Let's invest. Anyways, so I think on my profile, he saw that I had studied abroad. um, And then we figured out that we'd actually gone to the same uni at the same time. And then like, just so weird. Like we both went to this university in 2016 and we like went out to the same places. Like I was mentioning spots and he was like, shut up. Like I went to these spots and like, different restaurants and I was like oh this is so cool and then I felt nostalgic because I hadn't really talked to somebody from Australia who had that experience like at the same time as me so I was like okay like let's talk more um and he was into movies and art stuff and yeah it was really cute like our second half like our second little happy hour FaceTime we watched a movie together virtually which was super cute but yeah that's really cute yeah so what happened yeah so uh, anyways it was really cute we were dating for virtually for a couple months and then I finally left the house and then in July I met up with him and it was a really lovely day like yeah it was so nice I was with him for maybe seven hours um it was super intimate and yeah it was just like a really romantic time like I don't know I need to know I need to know and I know the listeners like they need to know Mm -hmm. did it get intimate like before you met that's you're such a good interviewer oh my gosh um yes it did it did get intimate like I don't really do the phone sex but Mm -hmm. phone sex was had and I was like whoa like this is crazy Whoa. I know like pan- early pandemic just brought out different sides of me I was like yeah let's get let's get freaky through how like did it transition like quickly into that or what did it like mm. was it natural it felt it felt natural like nothing was pushed because I wouldn't do anything that I didn't feel comfortable doing so when the time arose I was like oh my god it's, it's like happening like I don't know I'm ready like ah shit this is crazy yeah and it was that's just literally so exciting. yeah I don't know that's like such an exciting thing to happen during quarantine <laughs> I know like so many first I literally popped a cherry during quarantine I was like sure why not um but yeah so that was nice and then like seeing him in person I was like this is like I already know so much about you so like this is great you know like we could just you know spend all our time together and then we went on a second date and then that was cool and then mind you like I make this sound all very fluffy but 
I think there were there were like some things that I was kind of just like, Ugh. you know, like not like, Ugh. but like things that I like there weren't like huge warning signs. But I also should say that he was a stand up comedian, um, which mm-hmm. I'm not saying that's like a red flag. Right. 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 <laughs> like I'm not saying that's a red flag, but I will say that that kind of impeded on certain like I don't know I think that when you're both in creative fields and I had a job all throughout quarantine which I'm super grateful for and I know the stand-up comedy world took a huge hit because who are you performing for where are you guys performing how what when so by the time July it hit the I remember like Trump had released some sort of bill that was getting rid of like all people who weren't like immigrants or something you know like I forgot which bill it was but I remember he passed something and I was like like I remember I heard that and then like I got a text from him and he was just like oh mate like I don't know if I can be here like for a long time but I was are you fucking me and like you know that like the people in Bain and Morgan Stanley like their supervisors are going to be like please like there are top analysts. Please stay. Like they have to stay in the country. Like no one's vouching for no Australian stand-up comedy ass in Williamsburg ass. Like your ass is gone, bro. Your ass is like toast. like your toast. Like because I, I like when they when he said that I was just like oh man and he's a comedian like he's, there was no there was just nothing sponsorship. There was no visa. Like, there's no visa happening. And so I remember the last time we hung out, it was really cool. And he was like, Oh, would you be really sad if I had to go back? And I was, I mean, I was like, yeah, like that would obviously be sad, but I understand that, you know, and then we were supposed to hang out one last time. Like he wasn't going to leave for a couple of months, but we were supposed to hang out. And then like, it wasn't a ghosting situation, but he like did this weird thing where we were like supposed to meet up and then he was like, okay, like, tell me when you get here. And I was like, okay, I'm in Brooklyn. I was like at my friend's house in Brooklyn. And he was like, word. And then this bitch doesn't respond for like six, seven hours. And then he like sends me a message at 930 saying, oh, sorry. Like I was on the phone with my dad. I was like, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) like, yes, I too have 10 hour conversations with father um and like that's that, that like you're on your phone like you you're know, right you, and you yeah you could, you could respond you could just yeah you, you know like I just think that um I don't know I mean and for me like I'm very conscious of the fact that for people who weren't aren't American citizens and visa issues like I don't expect to even be top 20 on your list of priorities you know because there's so many things like I know you're calling your dad to talk about you know how you can be in this country, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. With that being said, like, I would just like the due diligence of you just saying, hey, I can't hang. Or, hey, to be honest, this is a really stressful time in my life. I don't think we can pursue this further. Or, like, hey, fuck you. Don't message me again, which is not ideal. But, and, like, just so that, so that at least it's, something. it's something, not, you know, radio silence. But, yeah. So, like, red flags here and there. Just, like, small red flags here and there. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like he was just... You know when people are bookish, and there's, like, the endearing bookish where I know things, but I'm not, like, saying in a way where it's condescending? Like, I feel like he was like, oh, you are in film, you don't watch, like, eight hours of expressionist German films for fun? I was like, no. Oh, God. So, you know. 
You're like, I just sat down and watched Octopus Teacher for like right. an hour. An hour. <laughs> I mean, I was shameless. I was just like, yeah, I watched the entire fifth season of Love Island. Like, I don't know what you want from me. Babes. Babes. Like, I'm a prepare, babes. Like, the door's ajar right now. So. <laughs> I'm getting mugged off. Getting absolute, like, you're proper muggy. Like, you're muggy. <laughs> I live for Love Island. Love Island not happening this summer was maybe one of the most tragic things that happened this okay, year. I will say Love Island US. Like I know, like I'm a Love Island purist normally. Like I, well, I watched all Love Island UK. I watched Love Island Australia, which is incredible. Like Love Island USA was like I will never do this. And then I watched this season, and it was it was actually good. Really? Like, this season was good. Absolutely good. Like when you get past their disgusting American filthy <laughs> accents, you actually get into it. I was like, okay, yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. The Ameri- like Love Island with American accents. Like I watched the first season of Love yeah, Island really? USA and I was like, no. Oh my god. I was like, this is trash. I know, that's the thing, because everyone was like, the first season's trash, but season two's actually really good. So I finally watched it and I was like, oh shit. It's actually, yeah, no, I'm into it. Oh my god, don't tell me that. I might need to go and watch it. It's like save yourself, but also it's... Oh my god. Okay, well, let us return back to, like, non-fictional. Not that Love Island's fictional, but it's fictional. Like, let's return back. So real. So you had this situationship with Australian man who disappeared because Trump deported him. (laughs) Um, Like, whatever. (laughs) And you had like situationship um, with man in Australia, and then you had situationship with your brother's, your friend's little brother. Um, was there anything in college, like beyond what you had abroad? No, I don't. I can't think of anything. Like, and it's funny because I've like thought about this before. Like, wow. Like, I feel like I really never had a solid. Like, I guess, like, some people that I hooked up with, no. And honestly, like, like every. I think it's, yeah, I think it's just becoming more and more normal, though, for, like, people our age to have never been in a relationship. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think, if you had, like, been back in, you know, the 80s or 70s, like, when our parents were getting married, and you're like, oh, I'm 24, and I've never been in a relationship, I think people would have been, like, oh my god but like now I think it's totally normal yeah for sure like hookup culture is so prevalent and like all the different like I don't know it's just it's very fascinating especially because my mom had me when she was 26 so when I was younger I was like oh my god yeah I'm totally gonna just like get married when I'm 26 like have babies that's normal and now I'm like that's that's hilarious that's yeah, that's a comment. <laughs> Isn't it funny how our like barometer for things is our parents? Oh, for sure. Like my ex who, from from England, he was a few years older than me, and one night when he was drunk, he was like, "Yeah, I want to get married by the age of twenty eight and have kids." Like, really, not that far after that. No, and I was like, like that. Yeah. I was literally, I was twenty one. Like, I was like, um, sir. I was like, excuse me, sir. <laughs> this is my first relationship. Like, why are we talking about like marriage? Sir, this is a Wendy. No, sir, this is a Nando's. Like, this is a Nando's. Like, 
like, stop it, Ben. <laughs> I was just like, whoa. And he, his reasoning was because his dad was married. Or I think maybe it was like he, had ki- he wanted to have kids by the time he was 28. Mm-hmm. And his dad had him when he was mm-hmm. 28. And I was like, okay, I get it. Like, I get the reasoning because your barometer is like your parents. Right, right. But like, we're in the 21st century, love. Like, right. we're the 21st century, uh, like, much metropolitan people, so to speak. Because there are also parts where there are like all these different aspects and people are getting married when they're like 19, which, you know, to each his or her or their own. But that's not me, love. Like, hello? <laughs> My mic. Okay. Tell me a little bit about um, your experience with hookup culture. Because you've been in situationships, so you've been through hookup culture. Like, how do you feel? Like, do you like it? Do you not like it? Like, dating apps? Give me the DL. The whole shebang. Yeah. um, I mean, hookup culture is cool. I think it's important. Like, I feel like I've learned a lot about myself outside of relationships and, like, inside relationships and hookups and all of those things um I'll preface that like while I'm home now in Long Island like last year I was living in Park Slope and I was honestly off the rails like not off the rails but I mean but like living your best life I was living my best life like I was in my room and like was able to just like go out everywhere and meet different people and like just with and that was and that was really fun um but, like, a part of me was a little bit relieved when I, like, came back home to center me a little bit just because I was, like, okay, let me figure out what the fuck I'm doing. Because, like, right now I'm just talking to all these, like, people that aren't really, like, superficially if they're at, like, it's fun, you know? But it's, like, are you really adding anything? Like, am I just exhausting all of my energy meeting so many different people? But I'm, like, not, you know, zen. Meeting them, like, like you're talking on dating apps, right? Like, dating apps. I mean, I was meeting a lot of people in person, actually. Like, a lot of those people that I went on mm. dates with were... But this is obviously, like, BC, you know? Like, before. <laughs> B- BP. Oh, BP pandemic, BC corona, yes. Everything. Oh, oh, BC corona. Okay, before... I love that. BC before corona, that's genius. Before corona. Yeah, like, BC, back in the day, you could just go to a bar. Yeah, like, fuck Christ, now corona is, like, ground zero. Ground zero, and it's insane, and it was just really fun, but I don't know. I mean, so, in terms of, like, my experience, I don't know, like, is this, like, like, crazy stories or, like, what... I don't know. You got you got any crazy stories for me? I'm trying to think. I mean, it's funny though. Like I will say, the last the last thing, the last time I like kind of went out before like the Corona hit, I was like gonna fly somewhere to like go on the first date with somebody, which was like so random. Wait, wait, wait. What? Like I don't know. I mean, okay. So, um, basically. I, like, met this guy. I saw long hair, and so I, like, immediately walked towards him. And this was at Soho House, which I do not go to. I just happened to go there on behalf of the art collective that I'm a part of because I was, like, doing social media stuff for this DJ set. And then I, like, saw him and went up to him, and then we were, like, mm, 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 like, talking in each other's faces, like, all this stuff. And so then he was, like, okay, I'm going to take you out on a date. And I was, like, oh, my God, so cute. And then that Monday... I like went to work but I was like prepared to go to the date after 
Um, so I like randomly looked cute going to work and everyone was like, where are you going? And I was like, mind your business. And then mind you, like, this was like, you remember like when Corona was like really hitting, like when like, it was like, yeah. updates were happening by the minute. So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly what weekend you're talking exactly about. Exactly that like March. Oh my God. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like that Monday, it was so crazy. Cause like we were supposed to meet at Soho house. And then he was like, I'm so sorry. Like I have to fly somewhere for work. I mean, he was flying to DC. But um, it wasn't like Italy. But um, I was like, oh my gosh, like you didn't know you had a meeting before. Like this is crazy. And then he was just like, oh my gosh, like I'm so sorry. Like, do you want to come with me to DC? And I was like, uh, and I was like, no, that's crazy. And then he like sent me the flight details and he was like, just say like you want to go. So of course I like messaged one of my friends, like one of my crazier friends. And she was like, if you don't tell your boss that you're sick and just get on that flight. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, okay, like maybe I'm gonna like should I uh, whatever. So then I was like, okay, okay, okay. But then like we were getting like constant updates. So then he was like, okay, actually, like am I gonna go? I don't really know if I'm gonna go. And I think like the either he had canceled the flight or whatever. But then I remember like Italy was the first country where like we heard that everything was mm-hmm. going back to shit. Like it was like you know like going to shit. And he was from Italy. So then he was like, just kidding. I'm canceling the flight. I'm also quarantining at home for 14 days. And I was just like, okay. So like, obviously day canceled. Also, like, am I going to die today? Like, I was just like, <laughs> so chaotic. And then like, he messaged me like 14 days later being like, okay, I'm fully quarantined if you like want to come over. But I was like, bro, I'm not leaving my house for the foreseeable future damn have you thought about backsliding on that have you talked since then um like sometimes you know like how europeans love voice notes he would like send me voice notes <laughs> why is that so accurate thing. i mean like to be honest it's like efficient because i get like there's so much to be said sometimes you know like i'm just like oh my god literally foreign people fucking people love, voice, love notes. voice notes they just love pressing that microphone and being like hey just wanted to <laughs> and, um, like, honestly i like it though it feels more transparent than the fucking like texts like american men need to get on the voice note the game voice notes. instead of texting me haha that's crazy like shut up, shut up. <laughs> who like sits on his like rooftop penthouse and like sends me beautiful voice notes like hello anyways that was like yo that sounds fucking amazing i uh, seven million people in the world and you really think you're gonna meet your soulmate at soho house house. come on (laughs) come on come on so what else about 2020 has like really changed the way that like you dated or like your relationships the way that you perceive relationships um what 2020 it's been a fucked up year it's been a crazy year a lot has happened a crazy year like it's so weird just thinking about different parts of the year I'm like well that was so different then and that was like a week ago but like I don't know I guess well like really I think now I've like spoken to people for a lot longer like on the phone like you know what I mean like texting and like getting to know people mm-hmm. and like asking questions and like engaging with them more before I meet up with them. Um, even though like I haven't really met up with like a lot of people or anything like that, but I, I guess that's if we're talking about romantic relationships. But even in terms of like platonic relationships, um, 
I don't know. I guess like it becomes a lot more clear when there's a global crisis, you know, who you're trying to talk to and who you're not yeah. to. So, I mean, it's like there's a global crisis, there's a race war happening, like everything okay. is like falling to shit. Let me also say that's a good thing that you brought up about the race war because that reminds me of something with Ozzy boy um I remember it was just like so awkward like I remember when Black Lives Matter was you know like you know peaking peaking. I mean and mind you like it was already pretty much a bad look that I was even talking to a white man like I literally felt like do you remember the sound of music when that like I'm 16 going on 17 is like talking to the Nazi and like has to like sing to him in private like that's how I felt like I literally felt like I was hiding Oh my god! I was just like, oh my god, this is so embarrassing. And my friends would be like, "Are you?" So-? I was like, "No, I don't know who you're talking about." But I'd be like, "Messaging him secretly." You're like cracker oh who? Like cracker rail? What cracker jack? It was like, oh my gosh. Um, and it'd be one thing if he was just Caucasian because that's you know, fine, eh, is it? But like, what it was was that like during all that stuff. He was, like, bringing all this, like, sad boy energy that had nothing to do with BLM. Like, I don't know. I think he was just, like, I guess sad in general. And, like, I remember when I was really grieving, like, over all the things that were happening in June. And it was, like, so heavy. And he was just, like, not know how to respond or react and was kind of being. And then was, like, and then he was, like, okay, like, what, you think that I don't care about? BLM and I was like well I didn't say that also like oh god and then he would like bring up all these like things that he's read but not in a way of being like well I read this that means that I'm I know more about you know this or that but he'd be like but of course like when we're talking about like do boys and bell hooks and this and that and I'm like like that is my biggest I just I just hate when white men specifically try to like out black you like they try to yeah, what are the rules for a white man trying to date like a black woman or like you or know one of yeah no or just a black woman? Let's let's talk with let's let's chat like white man to a black woman like <sighs> oh my gosh deep ancestral sigh um I I don't know if there are any rules I just feel like to not overthink it because sometimes people really just like overthink it I hate when they're like. Oh, Illmatic, best album of all time. I'm like, cool. <laughs> like, you know, like white guys who like love Kanye West and like hip hop and rap really try to like up it. And I'm like, yeah, like, yeah really talented discography. I agree. Like, I don't know, next. Um, so don't do that. Obviously, don't use any slurs because that would be crazy. <laughs> Insane. <laughs> that would be insane don't make insensitive comments about my hair or about anything don't use the word ghetto um what else shouldn't you do I mean like things that you can do your research on do your research on like don't ask me to represent my entire race because it's obviously not a monolith um don't like no one to speak and no one not to speak Cause some people really just like say things and like act like they know everything. And I'm like, dude, no. Like for me, it's just like, a, it's always, there are just so many different things. I just wish that we lived in like a post post world where it didn't have to be like, Oh, I'm black. 
and like because I'm a black woman that means this and that and like all the adversity that I faced like not to say that there isn't because there's obviously adversity like everywhere you go when it comes to being like other you know what I mean like as soon as you're not a white man you're othered and then there's like the white woman and if you're not that you're othered and then if you're not like a white cis person then you're othered it's like all this othering I'm like dude stop but I will say that like don't fetishize people because that's gross and like sometimes it's hard because you'll be with somebody if depending obviously like this is assuming I'm with someone who's not black but if I'm with someone who's not black it's such a weird thing that, like, if they've been with, like, at least one other black person, I'm like, okay. But we don't think about that when people have been with, like, ten white women, you know? Like, I think it's so funny. I know! Like, that's so it true! Like it takes, like, two two black women to be like, whoa, they have a fetish. Like, they're, you know? So mm-hmm. interesting. I'm like, oh, stop putting me in this position just because you were dating some other black woman. I know it's it's like it's really hard out here and it's also like you don't know necessarily when someone is fetishizing you until it's too until late until it's too late and oh my god they come in their kente cloth like when, I, when that happens I'm like okay yeah my uber is outside thank you oh my god thank god it hasn't happened yet because I will scream seriously um okay so We've been talking for like two hours now. Guys, if you, I don't know how long this episode will be, but it probably won't be that short. So if you stuck through it, you're a real one. Um, we're real gonna one. Finish. Truly, truly a real one. Uh, send me a DM if you listen to this entire episode because I'll give you a gold <laughs> star. Um, <laughs> if We end every episode with a segment called Shots where I'm going to ask you rapid fire mm-hmm. questions you're just gonna respond quick mm-hmm. like okay oh god i'm a libra okay fine yes keep going <laughs> you ready ready yes. to take some shots yes 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 okay early bird or night owl night owl work hard or play hard play hard iphone or android iphone dine out or delivery delivery tiktok or instagram honestly tiktok i'm a monster <laughs> i'm a literally like my spotify wrapped like number one artist was doja cat like that just means my entire personality is tiktok so it's TikTok, therefore ipso facto yeah mm-hmm. ipso facto right okay <laughs> money or fame um money coke or pepsi coke spicy or mild spicy always spicy coffee or drink state drink state thanks first what would you rate yourself out of 10 thousand good what is your drink of choice mezcal mule or whiskey ginger favorite song at the moment oh oh, see fuck uh like a recent song or a song i just always listen to just like what are you listening to right now I feel like I'm always listening to Electric Relaxation by Tribe Called Quest. Like, it's always playing. Or Mm -hmm. um, Ty the Creator, Earthquake. Earthquake. Mm -hmm. Igor. Yes. Um, Favorite dating app? Hinge, for sure. And if you had a boat, what would you name it? Um, uh, Fuck, I should listen to that. Rock and Row. Oh! 
I was so what that's oh no. <laughs> I already said it. Yeah, rock and roll, whatever. Rock and roll, rock and roll it is. Wow. All right. Well, guys, thank you so much. Thank you for being on. You were an amazing guest. Thank you. And right. guys, if you liked this episode, I'm gonna need you to like, comment, subscribe. No. I'm gonna need you to actually though follow, rate share it with your friends that really helps me out if you're interested in this incredible woman you can slide into the dms at drinks.first on instagram all of the instructions on how to match with a guest are there uh if you don't have instagram that's cool email me at drinksfirstpodcast at gmail.com and yeah thank you so much again for being on ariana you're the best thank you it's been so much fun like i actually love this All right, guys, we will see you next week. The drive to go further and reach higher. The same thing that inspires you inspires us. At Strayer University, we're always searching for new ways to make education more affordable. That's why we offer access to up to 10 no-cost gen ed courses to help you save time and money so you can keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. No cost gen is provided by Strayer University affiliates of field learning. Eligibility rules apply. Connect with us for details. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by Chef.